Well, how you doing? I love weather forecasts, you know, because they said it was going to rain at 8 a.m. this morning. Actually, they said it was going to be partly cloudy with a little bit of mist, and in the fourth module of the day, what is that supposed to mean? I know weathermen, when they don't know what they're talking about, it's when they throw a bunch of words together. If they say sun, I know that, I know rain. I just want to welcome those who are listening today on our podcast. We have people from South Carolina, from Missouri, from Arkansas, and we have someone who is listening to us in Afghanistan, Sharana, Afghanistan today. I just want to read an email from a young man who wrote this to me last week who's serving in Afghanistan. He writes, my name is David Huntsberger. I'm currently overseas in Sharana, Afghanistan. I work nights and it's been hard for me to go to any church services offered there. He says, it's so nice to hear the Word of God preached and to listen to the podcast makes so much sense. I know my wife really likes Highlands Church, and I'm excited to get back home to her and to visit you and hear your sermons in person. We have only been married since 2009, and this deployment has been very hard on us being gone, but God has been really working in our lives, bringing us closer to God and closer to each other. Thank you so much, and thank Highlands Church, signed Senior Airman David Hansberger. Could we put our hands together for this podcast so he can hear how much we appreciate what he's doing? Thank you, David. I don't know how the last four months of your life has gone, but there's one word that describes the last four months for me, and that is recession. It's not depression. It's not disappearance. It just feels like recession. It feels like things are going away from me. I knew that that was happening right after Christmas when we had a whole bunch of people sign up for counseling in the office. Now, I love counseling, and our staff do too. If you need to talk to someone, you come and talk to us, but Richard Blowers will listen, or Caleb, or, or uh, Katie, or Jill. We just love to pray with you. But the problems that I heard were just amazing. People lost their jobs, their marriages were in trouble, and it just kind of added up, added up. Well, then Star said she was going to go down to San Luis Obispo, and she said, I'm going to go see what I can see. Well, I knew that what that means. That means I'm about to lose some money. She likes to go shopping, but uh, she went, and usually she takes four hours, but she took one hour there and back. She said, you're not going to believe it. Gap has half the merchandise, she said. She said, Banana Republic, everything's half off. Half the stores are closed down there. Nobody's shopping. I said to myself, what is going on? So whenever I feel this way, I I go to the ocean. So I got my little two-year-old daughter, Haley, and I got her little sun bonnet on, and we walked on down here, and we walked uh, to the car, and we got in the car and went down, you know, Niblick, took a left on 101. My dog, Honey's in the front seat. Three of us, we've got the Elmo CD. If I hear la, 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 I'm going to kill someone again. But anyway. (laughs) So... We take a right on 46, and we head on out there, and then we hit Highway 1, and we take a left, and we're going to Cayucas, right? Now, usually, right before we get to Cayucas, hey, honey, uh, honey, my golden retriever, good. Haley, my daughter, says, ocean, ocean. But I got right to the beginning of Cayucas, and I'll never forget what I saw or didn't see. There was no ocean. I mean, there was an ocean, but it was like 200 yards out. It was, I'd never seen such a low tide. I didn't know what it was. It was way out by the end of the pier. And my, my daughter, Haley, she said, a happen, a happen. <laughs> you know, and I'm a pastor. I tried to explain to her what happened. I think it's a solar equinox with a t- t- tsunami effect or something. But 
But then, you know, the penny dropped for me as I stood there with my daughter and my dog, and I looked out at that tide that was way at the end of the pier. I realized that that is life right now. The tide is out. The tide is out on so many of our lives, isn't it? It's out in our economy. It's out in our jobs. For a lot of us, it's out in our marriages. It's out with our families. It's just way out there. And what I want to talk about today is how that's not the first time that's ever happened. I want to talk about three women who felt the tide was out 2,000 years ago. Mary, Mary, and Joanna. And they were there. It was two days after Jesus had been crucified on a cross. And the tide was way out. You know, when Jesus was with you, everything was great. If you ran out of food and Jesus was with you, he'd get food. If you got sick, Jesus would heal you. It was nothing ever. Tide was always high with Jesus. But he had been gone for, for two and a half days, and the tide was way out. So Mary and Mary and Joanna woke up in the morning to go to the tomb where Jesus' body was, and that's our text. The first day of the week, barely early in the morning, the women took the spices they prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of Jesus scary. When they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down their faces to the ground, but the men said, why do you look for the living among the dead? That's what I want to ask you before any of this worst weather comes in today. I'm going to get a few more words in and we're going to sing some songs. (laughs) But I want to ask you that question. Why are you looking for the living among the dead? Why are you looking for meaning in the things that you do in this life? Why are you looking for significance in all that stuff? Why are you looking for life in a low tide? Jesus Christ is the life. It says next, he has risen. Remember how he told you this? Son of man must be delivered in the hands of the sinful men. They'd be crucified in the third day, raised again. They remembered his words. They came back and none of the 11 believed him. But then, three or four hours later, just like little Morgan came up here on stage and gave that text at the beginning, nonchalantly, no clouds, no angels, Jesus walked in. And he said, peace be with you. The tide was again up. Because no matter what was going to happen in the world, it was up because Jesus was alive. Just want to talk about this real quick before we close our worship service. I want to talk about how you and I handle a low tide, how we handle a life with less. You know what I love about Highlands is we have so many generations here, and the older people are, the, the more nonchalant they are about the life right now. Let me, let me show you. If you're in your 20s, would you raise your hand for me? In your 20s, great. Now, let me ask you in your 20s, what's the worst thing that's happened to our country in your lifetime? 9-11. Yeah. You will never forget where you were on that moment when you saw on that TV set those planes go into that building. That's the worst thing that you ever remember happened in this country. But those who are in their 30s, would you raise your hand? Yeah, thank you. Those of you who are in your 30s also saw 9-11, but you remember something happening 10 years before when you were in school and the principal came over the loudspeaker and he said, teachers, turn on your TV sets. And you watched a space shuttle blow up in the middle of the sky. And you saw the president say, 
that that shuttle had slipped the surly bonds of this earth and touched the face of God. And that was the worst time you ever remember. Now, if you're in your 40s, would you raise your hand? Less people are raising your hand as I get through the ages here. <laughs> so if you're in your 40s, I don't know what the worst time that happened to you, but you're probably thinking about that time in Washington, early 70s, Watergate, the president had to step down, constitutional crisis, crazy days, economy was in the tanks, people were lined up, gas lines, tough times. If you're in your 50s, would you raise your hand? Yeah. Now, I don't know what the worst time for you would have been, but this would have been post-Vietnam. This would have been a time of kind of the 60s, we're still around. Actually, early 70s, was getting into bad ties in the world. But you remember that crazy time in Berkeley with those cars and people going out, Kent State and the National Guard? What about those who were in the 60s and 70s? Would you raise your hand? You remember World War II followed by Korea, right? And some of your parents and your brothers and your sisters fought in that war, and it was awful. You raised your family. You were the, only, you were the man of the house or the woman of the house where your dad was off fighting. Maybe you were stationed up here at the fort just up the way. If you were in your, if you're here today in your late 80s or 90s, would you raise your hand? Thank you. Thank you. Now you guys remember a time when the ocean didn't just go out, it disappeared. Called the Depression, right? I stayed with a woman when I was in college just to stay in a place that I didn't have to pay rent. I was her caretaker. This woman had this big mansion, and so all I had to do was mow the lawn, do the laundry, cook, clean, but I could stay for free. This was Florence Morelli. stayed in this big house. So I was cooking uh, lunch for Florence Morelli one day. She's about the Depression generation, right? And I found five pieces of toast all burned up and shriveled in the oven. So I threw them away, right? Bad idea. Later that evening, we had our little stroganoff, and she said, great stroganoff, but where are my five pieces of toast? I don't know, I said. <laughs> she said, that was my ration food, in case the depression hits again. What you will learn and what I will learn and what we all figure out, the longer we're around, is that these tides come and these tides go. And there will be tides that go out from here and come back again. But the message of Easter is this. Jesus Christ's tide never goes down. It never goes down. It will never go down. The world will be like this, but Jesus Christ is here. I love that Ugandan children's choir. Wasn't that amazing? Just powerful. I remember being in Mozambique just two years ago with Dan Stevens, who was up here, just a real saint in the ministry. We went into a little village that had nothing. Some of the money that we raised, you raised, is going to go to that village in Mozambique. They had no food, no water, no, some of them didn't even have huts. And I expected people to be angry and upset. We pulled our little, little van up the way, and all, all I could hear was singing from the women there, Kani Mambo, Kani Mambo, Kani Mambo, Kani Mambo, hey, Kani Mambo, Kani Mambo, thank you, God, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. For what? For a high tide. Because for these women, no matter what happened, 
Their tide was still high because Jesus Christ was their God. One thing I do want to lift up for you today, though, is this. During this low tide, work on your life stuff. This is a great time to work on your life stuff. When I was standing there on the beach there with Haley and Honey, and Haley was going, what happened? All we saw were like rocks and dead fish and jellyfish and old bottles. We saw a lot of debris. You and I all have debris in our lives, and it's easier to see that debris when the tide is out. You know, they, they found it. They did a study. They find that the average household has 2.5 TV sets. I think, I'm the ha- I think we have the .5. I think that's my TV. But what they found is that before this recession, people would watch their TV in different rooms. So you'd have the kids watching their show, the teens watching their show, and mom and dad watching another. But now that this recession is on, people have one TV. And they're watching the same show. Parents are going, what is my kid watching? And a lot of people have one computer now. And they're all on that same computer. And I can't tell you the number of couples who have come into my office saying, you won't believe what my spouse is looking at on the computer. I go, I'll believe it. Let's pray about it and work through it. But that stuff was on the computer 10 years ago. You just, you were watching a different computer. During this low tide, it's a great time to work on your life. So parent, we're doing a parenthood series, marriage ref series, men's retreat, women's stuff. The last thing I want to offer is this. Your tide will come back. Your tide is going to come back. Sure as the day is long, I promise you, your tide, your marriage will get better. The finances in this country will get better. You'll get a job again. Your 201K will become a 401K again. (laughs) Your tide will come back. You know how I know that? Because right after we left that beach and Haley's going, what happened? I said, I've heard that enough. Get in the car. (laughs) So we got in the car and we went up a road, a different road called Old Country Road. And I saw flowers like I have never seen. Yellow, red, purple, orange, blue. I couldn't believe it. Haley's in the back going, wow. I got home and I called my friend who's a farmer in Creston. I said, is it just me? Are these flowers this year just amazing? He said, they're not only amazing, we have not seen these flowers for a hundred years. My grandpa saw these flowers during the Great Depression. These seeds have been dormant for 100 years. But because of the rain that we had, and God willing, we will hold off on having for another few minutes. Those seeds got totally saturated for three straight months, perfect conditions. And those seeds came back. Now, our Lord came and lived and taught and healed and died for three days, not three months, three days. And he came back so that you and I today could have wildflowers in a low tide. What I want to invite you today to do after I have a prayer is to take your wildflower 
and to put it on that cross. And when you do that, I want to ask that you in your heart would say, Lord, whatever happens with the tides of this world, my tide will always be high with you because of what you did and who you are. Would you pray with me? God, thank you for this wonderful, wonderful group of people you brought today. I ask that you would instill in our hearts a sense of high tide, no matter what happens. God, thank you for what you did, and not just that you came and you died, but you came back because you love us so much. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen.